time this afternoon as we talk a little Super Bowl on Super Bowl week, and you've always been gracious to give us your time uh, throughout the years, and we appreciate it. How's, how's it going? How you doing? Everything's good. Great. Going better than I deserve. <laughs> good. I like to hear that. I like to hear that. Uh, let's just hop in because we've we've kind of joked about it. Uh, if, if you know, if you had the Bengals versus the Rams uh, in, in August to be in the Super Bowl, you probably have a lot of money uh, if you were going to wager that. But it, hell, if you had the Bengals and Rams three weeks ago, you probably. <laughs> I mean, yeah. this is one of the I think one of the classic Cinderella runs by the Cincinnati Bengals that we've seen of all time, uh, certainly in the last 15, 20 years. I don't think there's any doubt about it. If there was a definition for perennial losers, it's been Cincinnati, and especially since I can remember. And, uh, they, you know, it just was when you get a guy that makes everybody around him better, then you got a chance. You don't know you got him till you get him, and they didn't either. Even though he had the national championship with LSU and the Heisman Trophy, I mean, none of that stuff means anything when you get to that level, right? The NFL, <laughs> not a bit. <laughs> it doesn't. You look at, you, I mean, you look at Tom Brady. The, uh, and we all know what he's done, and that sucker's drafted in the sixth round. Now, you hear the other thirty-one teams say that they had him in the first round, but that's a lie. They didn't. <laughs> uh, and by, I mean, nobody thought he could play. So you just, like I said, you don't, you don't really know what you got. Well, I mean, when you, when you watch him play, it, you know, obviously not much gets to him. He's not very high. Does he get high? Does it get too low? Talk about Burrow. Yeah, talking about Joe yeah. Burrow. Um, I mean, if you're just scouting him, uh, what, what's, what impresses you the most about Burrow? You know, the thing that he, the thing that doesn't really jump out at you is his, physical attributes you look at josh allen and you look at patrick mahomes and 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 some of those guys that uh, they're they're so physically gifted joe is kind of a common looking guy i mean the thing about him though is the the mental ability he's got to read and analyze defenses and and get it to the right guy and get it to him on time and make everybody else in that room or on that team, believe that he's going to get it done, no matter how uh, little time's left and and no matter what the obstacles are. They think he can get it done. And when you get that, I mean, you can kind of sit back and watch him go. That's exactly right. And pairing him, you know, obviously he got injured his rookie year. Uh, pairing him with Jamar Chase, who he was played with at LSU, is brilliant because of their familiarity. But, I mean, just all their offensive weapons combined, I mean, the, the T. Higgins is a perfect pickup with them. I, you know, whether Ozumo comes back the tight end after the injury or whatever, he says he's not going to miss the biggest game of his life, but you never know with those type of injuries. But this is just, you know, it's it's a pairing of offensive weapons that are incredible. Every human being I've heard, buddy, breaks this game down with, it's the Rams' defensive line versus that Bengal offensive line. If they play like they did against the Titans, give up nine sacks, it's going to be lights out for them. But they still won that game against Tennessee. So just talk about how that happened. And Cincinnati's offensive line obviously has to play through the roof to win this game. Well, maybe they don't. I, you know, I, I know we're living in Tennessee, so I don't want to say too much about the Titans. But <laughs> there is a diff. There is a difference. Uh, Tennessee didn't have the, the quick strike. Uh, high-scoring high offense, and uh, uh, so the, the nine sacks are great, 
they are not to me as important as hits on the quarterback. If you can hit that quarterback enough, you can overcome a sack. But but jarring blows on your quarterback constantly uh, takes its toll toward the end of the game. And and I, Tennessee got a lot of sacks, but they couldn't score when they got the when they when they turned the ball over and got the opportunity. Uh, I think another thing that we overlook a little bit is the job Cincinnati does on defense, especially in the second half. Now, those guys, they they have adjusted better. You know, they start off slow every time. They get down early in the first half, but somehow they make adjustments in the second half that makes all the difference in the world. Against Kansas City, uh, very, very few times you see Patrick Mahomes get uh, – Confused, right? But he was he was completely uh, befuddled in the second half. They rush three guys. They don't try to sack him. They get back there, keep him contained, and in the pocket, and make him throw the ball on rhythm and on time from the pocket. And it confused him. He wasn't able to do it. He doesn't like uh, that really. He likes to be out running, no. making these weird, you know, arm angle throws and everything crazy. Yeah, and they're making the big play. And uh, the, I tell you, we uh, I've been on defenses where we've had to do that same thing. The worst thing we could do was uh, get back there and try to sack him because we was going to miss it. And then he was going to gain 20 yards. So we'd get back close to him and break down and try to just keep him in front of us and and, and drop eight and, and, and play pass. And that's what that's what they did, and it worked. Well, it, it's when you compare the two teams, Cincinnati's been more organic in the way they've built that team. Not that they haven't brought people in, uh, you know, through free agency or trades or whatever. But when you look at the Rams, it's, you know, you've got Von Miller coming in, you've got Ramsey. Um, there's a ton of guys we could mention that they brought in because they know there's a small window in the NFL to win a championship. And right now they're right smack dab in the middle of that window. And, of course, Matthew Stafford. OBJ. OBJ, yeah. And <laughs> I mean, so uh, two different ways of going about it. But the thing is, they're both here. They're both in the, the big game. So just what your thoughts on uh, that Los Angeles Rams team? They've got a lot of a lot of top-tier talent on that side. You bet they have. And I, I tell you, there's a lot of different ways to do it in football and in the NFL. And uh, I was kind of uh, chuckling a little bit when you talk about how Cincinnati built their team. It took them 33 years. They spend <laughs> less money. They spend less money than anybody in the NFL, and got the they, they got they don't have scouts. I think they got six now. They had one when I was doing it. Really? And no oh yeah, coaches, coaches did the scouting. I mean, they just they they kind of drew them out of a hat, and and I. And Mike Jones, I mean, Mike Brown is uh, probably spends less money than any team in the NFL. And yet uh, they've messed around here and got a group that is uh, going to be hard for anybody to beat, including the Rams. Uh, but I promise you, I, I, I'm letting sentiment take over for me. I'm picking the Rams because I, I just they just got too much talent. I think uh, – one of my favorite players in the in the NFL and has been is um, Aaron Donald. I mean, this guy to watch him is is I mean, it's fun to watch. He never takes a playoff. Can't takes two or three to block him. 
uh, he uses up a lot of those offensive linemen. So I, I think that with, with the people they got on defense, and I'm also pulling for Matthew Stafford. I liked him when he came out in, what, 2013 or whenever it was. And uh, uh, just a guy went through a, a terrible situation in Detroit, took a beating every day and had very little chance to win. He never complained and uh, got up every time he got sacked and, and tried to throw another one. And so I, I got a lot of respect for him, and I, I think that uh, this may be his year. You know, I, I think when you're talking about Stafford and you just mentioned the attributes, that's the way you conduct yourself as a professional athlete, right? Absolutely. If you complain, I mean, it don't. It takes them about two days to figure you out uh, when you start making excuses and that kind of thing. And and uh, those players now, I'm telling you, it's a it's a big time business, and 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 you can't fool them. If you're a phony, they'll know it. Yeah, I mean, they've seen it all before. I'm sure, seen and heard it all. Right. Exactly. Uh, just the Super Bowl in general. Uh, I know you've you know associated with a tough, couple teams that made runs, but how hard is that day on these teams from from guys that uh, that you've talked to in your experience? I mean, because it seems like because we're all fans and no, oh, it's a great day and everything. But first of all, you got to you're, you're going to be nervous as you can be sleeping the night before. You know you're going to be up early. You got to wait all the way till six thirty for the dang thing to kick off. Uh, then you got a you know a, a concert at halftime, which makes it like two different games. I mean, this is this is such an anomaly of a football game each and every year. I would imagine having that experience, you know, knowing how to go through that process is better. And I guess the Rams have that experience opposed to the Bengals on how to kind of pace yourself a little bit. How do you deal with not being in your routine? Yeah. Well, I, you know, I, I I don't know how much advantage it is to having been there. I think it's probably some they get okay. they get used to a routine, but I I think it more is an individual thing whether you can handle that kind of uh, schedule and that kind of stress for a day. Uh, some of those guys, I mean, I'd say Joe Burrow. I I would doubt it bothers him very much. Uh, doesn't seem like anything else does. I don't think it'll bother Stafford as long as it's taking him to get there. But then you got some other guys. Uh, I mean, Leonard Floyd and 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 Von Miller's kind of hyper. I know uh, Aaron Donald must be. So some of those guys are going to be tired before the game starts, uh, just because there's so much pressure and 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 every thought they have is is what's coming up, and right. it uh, it wears them. I bet. Uh, Von Bell, your thoughts on Von Bell going, we're kind of going back and forth on teams, but still just him being the local guy. I mean, I thought that was a great story. The, the McPherson kid, the kicker for the Bengals being from Fort Payne. I mean, uh, I'm pulling for the Bengals just for bon- Von Bell. I know I understand the, uh, difference of the teams, but I, I just like to see a Chattanooga guy get a Super Bowl ring. It would be pretty neat, but what a, what a career he's had, man. You know? Oh, really? He has now. And, uh, both of those guys, I mean, you can't. I'm gonna pull for them, even if I and I don't really care which team wins. Yeah, me neither. Uh, but but I but I'm gonna pull for those local guys, and and I think it's a great story. See those guys come from, uh, sitting, you know, teams that size and get where they are. It's it's an amazing feat. I tell you, I 
I, I hope they get a, a Super Bowl ring. I got a runner-up ring, and uh, I don't wear it because I'm afraid I'll run into somebody with a real one on it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a beautiful ring, and I'm proud of it. I'm proud to have it, but but I don't wear it. And uh, uh, you'll see <laughs> it's uh, in the, the, the players and in the league, they call it a loser's ring. And oh, no. Uh, if you're not careful, that's what it is. Right. So did you evaluate Von Bell when he was coming out of Ohio State? I didn't. No, Von Bell, I, I tell you, not many of those guys left that I that I did evaluate. I mean, you know, it's just amazing the turnover in the NFL. And I've been out of it five years now, and there's uh, there's there's just some a lot of them I hadn't seen. And I, I, I was looking at Eric Weddle. Eric Weddle was – I drafted Eric Weddle in 07 at San Diego – and uh, they brought him back. Of course, I did I did Von Bell and all those guys. But uh, they these uh, I mean these are there's not many of them. And I, I for some reason I didn't do him. Well, buddy, lots of uh, quarterbacking news uh, out there the last uh, couple of months, and uh, especially really ramping up here, uh, headed into the Super Bowl with the Aaron Rodgers talk. You've got Russell Wilson. Uh, you've got, obviously, Tom Brady retiring. And I uh, still don't know what's going to happen with Deshaun Watson. So, I mean, just uh, any thoughts on, well, first of all, where do you think Rodgers ends up? I think he'll be back in Green Bay do if you? he's smart. And I know he's smart. So uh, I would think he would. He he might. Uh, I think it'd be a mistake for him to jump in the AFC with all these young guns they got in the AFC. And uh, I think his best chance of winning another Super Bowl is in Green Bay. Wow, interesting, interesting. So um, real quick, and we'll let you go here. Just got a couple minutes left, but uh, and I know you weren't there, but I'm sure you've heard a lot about it, and you probably watched the guy play. Uh, because of your ties with Chattanooga, but uh, is Cole Strange from uh, Chattanooga Mox going to be our next NFL guy from you know from playing here in Chattanooga? Because he boy, he looks the part. You know, I, I I I talked to Rusty about him. I watched him practice, and then I watched him in the Senior Bowl. And I'd say there's not any doubt that he he'll, he'll get drafted. He I, I think he's uh, uh, really helped his stock at the Senior Bowl. You know, with uh, the way offensive linemen, the way the NFL uh, dress out, dress squad is 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 sim- is formulated. You know, you can only have a, a few number of offensive linemen. Seven. You dress seven offensive linemen to play all five positions. Right. And that's all that you got. So you got to have somebody who can play guard and center. And and him proving he can do that, he looked he didn't look out of place at all to me at center, and uh, being able to play guard and center will be a big asset for him. I saw some video on him taking on you know some of the more highly touted defensive linemen at at that Senior Bowl, and I mean his balance and his footwork and his you know just knowledge, uh, it you know it was impressive to me, and I'm I don't even know what the hell I'm looking at really. Well, yeah, you do, and it it was impressive. I mean, he, uh, especially a guy you know that hadn't played it. I mean, you, you it, that's a hard position to play. If you don't, if you don't believe it, put your head between your legs and try to block them three hundred ninety pounds. <laughs> uh, that's a uh, that's not easy to do. No, not at all. Well, buddy, we appreciate it. What's your what's your go to Super Bowl food? What do you like to have from the big game? <laughs> I, I better not tell you all I like to have, but uh, <laughs> whatever. 
Whatever Dan puts out there, I, 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 I like it. Smart move. Chicken, chicken wings. Let's go for chicken yeah, wings man. this year. Oh, yeah. Speaks to me. That's good. <laughs> buddy, thanks for the time as always, man. Continued success to you, and uh, hope to see you soon. Thanks, buddy. Good deal. Thank you. All right. You got it. Buddy Nicks, the incomparable Buddy Nicks. Of course, Chargers, Buffalo Bills, did a little bit of everything uh, throughout his career, and, of course, former Chattanooga Mox football coach. I know we have him on here from time to time, but just would love to spend like a couple hours. Oh, we could. No, we could have taken the whole four hours. Yeah. I mean, just I mean, amazing yeah, listening to him. It is. It mm. is. And his wealth of knowledge, when you start looking at who, you know, Drew Brees and LaDainian Tomlinson and uh, Antonio Gates and all those guys they had with Chuck. Buddy evaluated them, and they drafted them because of what Buddy said. And they did pretty well last I checked. Yeah, they did all right. <laughs> they did all right.